Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, November 20th, 2018 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and I am recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Android users, be aware, Luca Stefanko with ESET found 13 fraudulent applications in Google's Play Store. These 13 applications do not really do anything. They claim to be games, but if you install one of them, it will actually not even install an icon. Instead, it will immediately download adware and essentially delete itself. So the only thing these applications do is install adware on your system. Now, yes, you have to give the application permission to do that. During the initial install, it will essentially tell you that it's now installing another application. It will also request access to all network connections and it will request permission to start whenever your phone is rebooted. So no real exploit involved here. The user is doing all the work for these malicious applications. Google has been notified, of course, and the URL from which that second part, that adware was downloaded, is no longer accessible. And attacks against ATMs, the automatic teller machines, have been highly publicized over the last few months. So positive technologies came out with a nice document summarizing the different weaknesses and attacks against these machines. Now, the attacks for the most part do require some level of physical access, but even as little as having access to the network connection from the ATM to to the bank does allow for some attacks that are successful with the majority of devices that positive technologies tested. Other attacks typically require, for example, an exposed USB port or other forms of physical access that usually requires opening the machines. But one of the attacks that has been observed lately is where the attacker actually does drill holes into the ATM in very specific locations that then expose internal connectors or give access, for example, to internal cables that connect different parts of the ATM. One attack that appears to be rather successful here based on the number of ATMs vulnerable is to directly access the hard drive. Apparently hard drives are often not encrypted in these machines. So once an attacker is for example able to boot the ATM off a USB stick, they can then access the hard drive, swap software, and with that of course, enable the ATM to dispense cash at will. Now, given that these attacks do require a few minutes at least of physical access and are often easily spotted when you're looking at the ATM, the main victim here are ATMs in more public locations, uh, little corner stores and the like, not so much ATMs that are installed inside banks. And if you are running the popular package Nagios to keep track of your servers, what's up, what's down, well, there is an important update that was released for Nagios XI or Nagios 11. 
Now, personally, I think Nagios isn't something that you should just leave open and exposed to the world. The most dangerous vulnerability here is an unauthenticated remote code execution. So that's certainly something that should be patched quickly. In order to exploit this vulnerability, the attacker also needs then to trick the Nagios server to request an external URL of the attacker's choosing, but that issue is actually sort of part of the vulnerability here. Another remote code execution flaw that's being addressed in this update is only exploitable if the user is already logged in. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening. One more podcast this week due to Thanksgiving. So talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.